Hello and welcome to the Winners Never Quit podcast. Start your week the right way with a laugh and a dose of motivation. Listen to the stories of our guests, learn from their experiences and how they have built a winner's mindset. Hosted by myself, Jack Jarvis. And if you could like, follow or subscribe to the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. Today I am joined by fellow big time ultra runner russ cook <laughs> aka the hardest geezer now russ is an endurance athlete and youtuber he has completed a marathon tow in a car he ran for 66 days from istanbul to london and in two weeks around the 6th of feb around, that, around yeah. the 6th of feb he will attempt to become the first person to run the length of africa and russ joins me now russ, how's it Pleasure going mate you good? Here, brother. i'm Ma- good how are you doing mate thank you very much for coming on the pod and thank you much for the pint yeah mate lovely bit of beer yeah, burger right? lovely bit of beer burger beer, um only good yes there, anything they're good for <laughs> <laughs> mate um this is the first podcast i've done over a couple of beers so let's see how it yeah, goes yeah mate decent um <laughs> right we start every podcast the same way how do you define winning in your life how do i define winning in my life do you know what the thing is you told me you were going to ask me this question and i still didn't think about it oh, how R- do I rush you weren't meant to say that on the <laughs> <laughs> um how do i define winning in my life do you know what i think if you go big time big scale with it you know my goal in life essentially is to leave the world in a marginally fractionally better place than when I came into it so um, you know that is ultimately winning in life um, and then I just try and figure out trying to figure out how to do that is the is the beautiful part eh? is the beautiful part or the hard part that depends on the way you look exactly, at it no, yeah. I like it mate beautiful answer and that's the struggle right Russ let's roll it all the way back mm-hmm. okay tell me about your childhood and, and what led you to becoming the hardest geezer cool mate I mean I would say to be honest with you, mate, I had a fairly, fairly standard um, childhood up until the point I was probably about, uh, probably about like sort of 16, 15, 16, 17 is when st- things started like unraveling for me, really. Um, you know, I was always a sporty kid, so was banging to my footy. Um, Were you any good? Mate, I was, I was pretty decent, I think. I had two left hands for oh, feet, mate. No. I was awful. Really? <laughs> yeah, enthusiastic, but lacked any uh, technical mate, ability. one of them little uh, <laughs> work, in, work engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was me. Yeah, exactly, Dirt mate. cow, Useful. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a Jack Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, no, so I, I played a lot of footy, uh, did, a bit of, did a bit of running when I was younger, nothing too crazy. Um, and then, yeah, sort of got into my adolescent years and... You know that's where the hard times started hitting, really. Um, so I was, I'm, I remember, seventeen. I was still in college, and I'd, I was I wasn't living at home anymore, and uh, I was I was working five part-time jobs to whilst full-time at college to try and pay for this flat that I had, and um, yeah, mate, it was it was rough times. I won't lie. I remember. So we're si- sitting in this pub now. Li- there's a little across the road, and I remember queuing up in that little on multiple occasions with, you know, uh, a, a bucket load of food, praying that my card wouldn't get declined because I was just so skint. Um, yeah, some bleak times there, and it, and it lasted for a while. Turned to too much of this, too much of the booze. Um, lots of, you know, I got in a bit of a rut with gambling, and, you know, you know my, I really looked at my life and thought, where am I going here, Russ? You know, what's the plan, mate? Because this is, this is bleak. Um, and I, Matt, I was honestly 
extremely, you know, fortunate that I had a mate who reached out to me after I, I, I ran home from Brighton after a night out, and my, then my mate reached out to me and said, like, Russ, you need to get back into the, you know, the fitness I'm, I'm doing running now. You should, like, come and do this half marathon with me. And I honestly didn't really want to do it, but I had nothing else going for me. I was when like, was that, Russ? Maybe, what are we talking, five, six years ago. Um, so, yeah, but I was... Uh, moved on a couple of years there so I was like 19 20 sort of, sort of age and um on a whim just said all right mate I'll um I'll give it a go and he came out training with me and we we uh you know I I was so unfit at the time but put put the work in and then you know did the half marathon a few weeks later there was a full marathon we thought well let's not bother doing things by halves so I did the full marathon and you know, in a matter of weeks, I turned my myself into someone that ran a marathon, and I was like, "Fucking hey, mate!" You know, I like, ran a marathon. That's pretty sick. Um, what time did you get the first one? First one was a three forty-two. Good time, not mate. bad Good either. Time, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. considering the. I think the that's my first marathon was like three forty-five, mate. Yeah. yeah. So very you know, respectable. I, yeah, I was. I was. You know, pretty unfit, and then, and then ran a three forty-two. For I'll. You know, I've half got a nick for this. Um. So, you know, for the first time in my life, I was motivated. I had the discipline. I felt, you know, I actually believed in myself. I was like, I can, you know, I ran a marathon. I can do anything. And I just kind of applied that to other areas of my life. Managed to, you know, save up a bit of money for the first time ever. And and then and then I just bounced, mate. I, I, I quit all the jobs that I hated doing. Uh, and I uh, just got on a plane, one-way ticket. Bosch um, went travelling around the world. Where did you go? Where was the first place? I went. Uh, so first place was actually I went to Italy, right? Because I got a I got a flight there for eight quid. <laughs> yeah. You really were skin, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, mate. Well, look, the, when you, when you when you grow up with these levels of skin, mate, you <laughs> you know how to fucking yeah, yeah. work a quid or two. Yeah, you know? yeah. Get stretch the money out of it. Um, so yeah, went Italy. Then I, then I went to Africa. Went to Kenya, e- Egypt, and and then did. Uh, was in Dubai, went to Asia, and then and then was in Australia for a while as well. So I met. I mean, I got about, and then I literally I met a guy in um, in Kenya. This Italian guy been cycling around the world on his bike, mate, for six years. Just he had he had his little carry stuff on his bike, had his cup of coffee, his pot of coffee, and that. And I was like, bro, that's some way to live. That this yeah. mad dog's just fucking roaming. Yeah. Six years out of it. I'm like, that's so lit. I'm, mate, I want a piece of that action. And you know, I was I was banging to my running at this point. I've been I'd been hitting it hard and did it you know, did a training camp in Kenya and, and I was like, mate, I can do anything, you know. Um coconuts on the line, I back it and then I saw this Asia to London run. That was when the, the scheme came because I, I saw no one's done this. It sounds cool. Um, and I thought, yeah, let's give that a go. Were you doing YouTube while you were travelling? Is that when you started? No, it? mate. Um, mate, I hadn't... Con- the whole art world of content hadn't even entered my my world at this point. You know, like, um, I, d- I really didn't think about it too much. I thought... Um, pre-run, I thought, oh, it might be nice to, like, try and, you know, get some, some videos, you know, 
some raw videos just made of whatever was whatever I was doing, but it didn't quite materialise on the run because you know I was running by myself. I couldn't even get a phone battery half the time. Oh, and I, <laughs> to be honest, man, I had more other things going on in my mind. You know, <laughs> I weren't thinking about content. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about like let's try not to die today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you know that that was the start of the whole endurance endurance world really. that crazy man on yeah. a push bike in kenya no i like that yeah. i like that yeah before we go to the the istanbul to london run mm. asia to london all right i want to touch because you put out a thread the other day and it really sort of um what's the word uh open my eyes right yeah. i didn't know that about you your gambling got pretty bad didn't it yeah um Mate, do you know what? I never really, uh, I put that thread out, but I never really talked about it to too many people at all. I was just so ashamed, and I, and I have been for a long time about it, really. Um, but yeah, I, I was when I was younger, I, I did, uh, I was doing sales, and I was earning all right money to be fair. But I, um, so how old were you, mate? So we'd be talking like eighteen to tw- eighteen to twenty, twenty-one, something yeah. like that. Um, and you know, it literally just started off with casual ones uh, on a Saturday putting Akers on with with the boys for the footy and that Mm. and uh, you know at some point down the line it quickly just turned to you know a Tuesday night up at 2am before going to work in the morning I'm just sitting you know anyone that's been there will know the feeling when you're you're literally got cold sweats better on red or black or you know your lucky numbers mine were 13, 19 and 34 um Obviously not that lucky, mate. No, nah, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. And you know, like you chase your losses, and you think, you know, oh, I can't, you know, I can't be down, can't be down this bad, can't be down this bad. But um, yeah, mate, I went one night. I lost, lost literally everything I had, every bit of cash I had. Um, I was so embarrassed. I was living with my girlfriend at the time. Couldn't even tell her. But I said, you know, I said, oh, I need to, like, need to borrow some money for the rent this week. Just, you know, uh, for the, this month, you know, just like. Oh, there's just been a few expensive things come out and just waffled my way through it. Um, but yeah, mate, I mean, it's 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 f- feels embarrassing, but you know, I feel like you know, I put that thread out because I thought it's it's something that a lot of lads struggle with, really. And um, you know, if I can try and you know get one person to open their eyes and think this is no good, then it's worth doing, eh? How much do you reckon you lost in total? Mate, I mean, the thing is, the numbers probably aren't crazy because I didn't have that much to lose in the first place. But I can tell you, I lost everything I had every yeah. month. You know, like to to gambling, like every everything. What was the catalyst? That got, was it that one night? That one night, mate. So that that one night, I lost thousands, and um, you know, and and the shame of 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 having to lie to my girlfriend and and you know just. The whole embarrassment of the situation just made me really, you know, I finally thought, you know, I, a lot in my life up until that point, I'd kind of blamed other people for my situation. Like, they did this to me and they, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's all, it was all external and that was just like a protection so I didn't have to, mm. to chop down my own ego. But at that point, I kind of realised, like, you, you know, like, Russ, this is, this is a you problem, mate, and only you can solve this. No one's coming to save you, you know. And... That's you know that's when I just I uh, I went on every single gambling website I could find and I banned myself for the maximum length of time they would let me ban myself. So you know from that point I couldn't couldn't even do it anymore. Yeah. And and um, you know it's not like it was it was uh, it was plain sailing from that point. 
you know, I still had my crux in in it in other ways, but you know, it, it's no coincidence to me that a few months after that, you know, my mates reaching out to me saying you should run half marathon, and I'm going, yeah, all right, I'm you know, I'm taking that chance instead of you know just blaming everyone else. Yeah. So to anyone listening to this that might find themselves struggling with addiction, gambling or something else, what would be your one like? What would be your advice to them? Um, as someone that yeah. seems to have like dealt with it and come out the other side a better person. I, I mean, you know, I think the the cold hard truth is not always something that people are going to want to hear. But ultimately, the only way out of these situations is maximum responsibility and taking you know, accountability. And, and some yeah. people like and and the, the trouble is, and I've been there. That, you know, you. When you're when you're hurting and you're down bad like that, you you don't want to blame yourself. You want to blame, uh, you know, other people for your situation. But it ain't gonna change until you sit there, you know, and say, you know, this is my life. I am captain of this ship, and I'll I'll dictate where it goes. You know, you can't. We can't change the cards that we get dealt, but we can choose how we play them. And you you know. You can sit there and suffer, and and ha- and go through this gambling addiction or, or or whatever addiction. But you know, if if you don't take responsibility, then it will continue eating you up, and you, and ultimately you've got to make a choice at some point. And and that's probably the you know the the harsher version of me speaking because I know that there's massive complexities with all of these things, and you know sometimes a bit of compassion goes a long way. Um. But for me personally, I think, you know, sometimes the harsh words direct to the point, you know, make the impact. You can only speak from your experience, mate. So don't feel like that harsh words. If you felt that's what got you out of that hole, you've got to be yeah. honest, mate. There's no point yeah. sitting here and lying to me, mate, mate. Well, look, the, I think the, the, the point is that sometimes, you know, people hear the harsh words and it will just make them deflect even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I understand that point. I, I totally get it because you're just trying to protect you. You are literally trying to protect yourself. But, um, you know, ultimately you've got to start chopping down the ugly parts of you. You know, it's not a nice process, mate. Yeah. It's just not. No. Mate, but well done. Cheers, Out the brother. other side of it. Yeah, I'm mate. about to run the length of Africa, yeah. mate. Mate, yeah, I, sit, I do sit there sometimes and think this is mad it's not game. Well, mate, we're going to fucking get to that, yeah. mate. Don't worry. So, right. Talk to me about... So you've come up with this idea, sort of, but you're travelling. Yeah. So you come back from travelling. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, right, I get a flight to Istanbul. Talk. Well, mate, I didn't even come back from travelling. Oh, so that's how you came back from travelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I haven't been home for ages, and then I was in, I was in Australia, and I just, mate, um, I did a. Uh, do you know what? This is actually what funded the entire trip, right? I did a. I don't know if I, I would recommend this to anyone, but did a um, medical trial. So basically, it's these <laughs> of things. Of course, you did. Yeah. If 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 people don't know what I'm talking about, it's, it's basically these things where you go into a, a laboratory and they and they give you one of their, uh, you know, pre-market drugs, and you just sit tight in hospital while you test this drug for a couple of weeks, and they pay you bags for it. Mate. Yeah, was this so, in Australia? Yeah. So me and my mate went. Do you know what drug? What was it for? Mate, didn't even know. Didn't Erectile oh, mate, dysfunction. I was. <laughs> 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 um, mate, I was, you know, broke boy. Didn't care. Looked at the papers. Went whatever. Where's my signature? How much money am I getting paid? Show me the money. Sweet as. Um, I think it was about four grand or something. 
for two weeks, which, mate, it's fucking stuff a dream, that, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, put whatever you want in my body, I don't care. Yeah. Came out the other side, no problems at all, and then booked my ticket. Can I just say the Winners Never Quit podcast does not condone No, I don't condone drops. it. I, don't, I mean, I don't <laughs> condone it either, but, you know, I think it is also a... No, Russ, it's about how you frame it, mate. Like, yeah. you were putting your life on the line so other people could live. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're a hero. <laughs> right? You're I a hero, mate. You didn't do it for the money, you did it for other people. I think... Um, it's it's part of the reality that like you know if you're trying to if you if you're trying to make something then you you know you, like some of the some of the shit I've had to do to get it, to get to the point where I'm about to do this project where we've got some more funding for it and stuff uh-huh. I've had to go man, I had to go for the ringer to get here and and, and medical trial was part of it, was you one know? of them yeah um, and I'm not saying it was good not saying I'd recommend it I'm just saying it's, that's the truth for yeah, me yeah. Um, but yeah did that medical trial got paid up booked a flight went Istanbul. Put typed in on on uh, Google Maps London. Went sweet boys. I'm off. I'll see ya when I see ya. And that was that. Yeah. Just running marathons every day. Nice. What, so what was the you know the early stage? Talk us through like what's Istanbul like? You know what was your favourite part of the run? Mate. So um, I landed in Istanbul, and uh, mate, I, at the time I weren't really on social media that much. I had a few mates on Instagram, and I, I just thought I'd post up some stories just to you know I'd be like. Yes, boys. You never guess what I'm. Up, I'm gonna run home, and there, and you know, everyone's like, "No, he's fucking not." Like, um, but Istanbul was Istanbul was a loose city, and it was so big. I couldn't believe how big. It took me a whole day. You know, I ran like 45 or something k that day just to get out, and I wasn't even out of the city yeah. by the end of it. Um, you know, 66 day journey went for 11 different countries. And I think, you know, some of my favourite parts were. Um, were Eastern Europe, you know, it's, I was going around some real, you know, le- the less travelled roads, let's say, and I just found people to be so welcoming, you know, I d- they couldn't understand a word I was saying, I couldn't understand a word they were saying, but, you know, they were just inviting to me, me into their gaff, cooking me dinner, giving me a bed, helping me wherever they could, and it was just like, it's just such a nice surprise, because everyone, you know, everyone's chat pre, pre-run pre is like, Oh, it's going to be dangerous, and you know, you're. What about this, and what about that? And you know, the reality is, I got on the road, and everyone was sweet as a nut, mate. Yeah. So, you know, it was. Th- those were the moments that I remember the most, where it's like, mate, ha- like I'm, you know, pranging out my ass after a 50k in a in the middle of this Turkish town. You know, it's dark. I'm rolling off, going, oh bloody hell, like this bit. I don't know how this is going to go. And then, you know, matey boys, just like through body language is basically invite me into his family home going here's a shower here's your dinner here's your bed charge your phone here and I'm just going like praise the lord mate like yeah. unbelievable scenes really isn't it so when you say you were just going up to like were people stopping because you know a ginger Englishman mate yeah yeah running through were people pulling over and going what are you doing or mate the amount of times I got offered lifts and stuff <laughs> and I was like oh boys I'd love to I'd love to but I can't um, but yeah no mate people were I think especially in Eastern Europe you know they were just a bit baffled to see me to be honest <laughs> yeah um, and I think you know it's going to be the same again in, in, in a lot of parts of Africa as well um, but yeah, no, mate, they were just dead helpful. It yeah. was, it was lovely, mate. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. What, um, what was your, uh, if you had to put a favourite country when you were running for uh, Europe? Uh, it's, uh, mate, my, uh, what I were the French my like, mind. actually? Huh? What were the French like? Uh, I weren't in France for too long. Um, 
but you know, we got a nice little rivalry with the French, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. And I was in sort of like, you know, I was going through Dunkirk and Calais, and, yeah. and, and so it's quite like, you know, they know the English pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but mate, the French were fine. I think I, the, um, my favourite country, uh, I normally say Bulgaria, because I was in Bulgaria for a while, I was in there for a couple of weeks, quite big. And, um, you know, I ran through the mountains, I, I had so many people help me in Bulgaria. Um, I had some really tough days in Bulgaria as well, some like heat waves, 40 degree days, and, and it was brutal. But, you know, overall, lovely country. I've always looked at, you know, buying a house there because you can, you, can, you can bang up a house in Bulgaria for pennies, mate, like three, four, five grand for a house to buy one. I'm like, touch there. I yeah. actually really enjoyed it there. I might, I might, have, might you know, if I, might move there. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. I can just picture there. you, mate, owning a bar in like Sunny Beach. Yeah. Mate, this, old, <laughs> this old ginger man mate, with a massive beard. Yeah. I love just it. waiting for people to come in and go, yeah. oh, I've got some stories to yeah. tell you, boy. Yeah. Oh, mate, I love what I am. Um, so, me and Russ have sort of known each other for a, a while now, haven't we? Sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months, but we've, first time we met tonight, I said, oh, you're right, mate. I said, how would you describe yourself? He said, pedigree ginger. <laughs> straight off the bat, mate. I pedigree like that ginger, one. I enjoyed mate. that. See, um, a lot of people claim to be ginger, but... They've not, not got a pedigree mate, like you. They ain't, they ain't the fluorescent type, no. you know? So what was that? Um, so you crossed... Where did you cross the channel? So crossed the channel from Calais to Dover. Dover. Got, on the, f- got on the ferry, but we put a treadmill on the ferry. No cheating out here. Really? No. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Put a nice. treadmill on the ferry. Made up all the miles um, on the treadmill. Yeah. And then what was that feeling like coming back? Bruv. Oh, mate. Did you ran to... Where did you finish? London. No, well, whereabouts. Then I, and Sorry. Then, so I went to Trafalgar Square. Trafalgar and then Square. I thought, you know, Worthing's only a couple of marathons away. Might as well have a jog down to work, hometown of Worthing as yeah, well. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, mate, I'll tell you what. I buzzed off that first meal deal, you know. Missed the meal deals. <laughs> Missed the meal deals. Mate, I think that if there's, you know, there's... A couple of things I miss about England when I'm away, it's meal deals. Because I don't know why nowhere else in the world has a meal deal. Yeah. Like why haven't they clocked on to this work a genius? It really is. Um, it's a shame about the inflation prices. Yeah. Mate. Like Tesco. Oh, bro, I see. You, was it your tweet the oh, other day? Mate, they, they, they outrageous behaviour. Um, you know, cost of living crisis doing us all dirty out here. But um, the meal deal, and I and I love a Greg's as well. Yeah. And and you know, um, a Mackey's, but you can get them elsewhere. Yeah, Double yeah. cheeseburger. Mate, when I finished my row, right, so finished the row, I had a burger, chips, two milkshakes, Krona, a Coke. Oh. It was excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's so good, so good. Oh, I can only imagine. Then, like then I had chicken wings. Yeah. Like, like a few hours later, everyone's getting pissed, getting merry, and it yeah, was yeah. such a good day. We were at this like beach bar in West Palm Beach, and then on the way back to the hotel, I was like, oh, should we stop for a Mackey's? I was looking forward to this Mackey's, mate. American McDonald's is Awful, oh, mate. No. Yeah, yeah, rubbish, mate. Couldn't believe it. The home That's of McDonald's so as well. Disappointing. Anyway, enough about McDonald's. Nah, mate, I wa- <laughs> mate, I want to hear. Uh, so when you did this, I know, it, I know you're trying to interview me. Nah, I'm going to interview you for a sec. So when this, this, uh, this row you did, how yeah. long was it? 111 days. Oh, mate, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah, 111 yeah, days. So yeah. what did you? So you had to pre-pack all your food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were you just eating proper bland shit the whole time? Mm, or? Um. Yeah, but Did you have the army packs and that. No, nah, I had a few few army rations. The army didn't actually give me anything. Uh, yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, it is rough, mate. They didn't pay me or nothing. Um, God, mate. Hey, it's just the way it is, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I'm not the best sell, I don't think. Um, and also, the army's so scared of risk. You know, they're always like, "Oh, what if something happens?" But I was sort of like, "Well, I'm going to make it, so you don't need to worry." Yeah, but like, I yeah, always see yeah, your yeah, attitude, yeah. mate. Yeah. Very similar. Um, but the freeze dried rations, so big up Expedition Foods, Firepot. Um, real Terma, Active Eats, you know, they've come on a long way. Yeah. So, you know, I was having like 
uh, chicken, sweet and sour chicken and rice, um, hot pot, shepherd's pie, um, pulled pork and rice, yeah. um, like sp- spag bowl, reindeer stew, kebab stew. So you, you had know, a few options. Yeah, oh, loads of options, mate. Fish, um, fish, fish and uh, mashed potato, which is a really good one. So it wasn't too bad, and I took a lot of sauces as well. But I, it was funny. I can't. I've got in my diary somewhere. I have to look it up. I took a stock check of what sauces. I took a kilo because you do have a lot of curries yeah, as well, yeah, like yeah. corn man. Yeah, you know, get the calories in. I took a kilo from Booker's mate of uh, of mango chutney. Oh yeah, yes. so good, so yeah, good. Yeah, but yeah. one bit of advice for you, mate, as well at the start. It's a little bit different for you because you're supported, so yeah. you can resupply. Yeah. But I threw a pack of biscuits away. Nah. No, no, no like biscuit, me? biscuit browns, so like crackers. Right. I was like, ugh, on like day two. Yeah. Obviously, didn't throw the wrapper away, guys. All right. Yeah. I love the love the environment. <laughs> um, <laughs> and mate, I thought about that fucking pack of biscuits. Really? Oh, mate. For 109 days, mate, it was a joke. Yeah. Mate. It was an absolute joke. Mate, I I not I get that feeling because um, when I was buried alive I didn't eat for a whole week Yeah. so like and I'm only down there with my thoughts so yeah. I'm just thinking you know that mate, what I was thinking about was the cheesy dominoes mate. Oh, stop like, it with the stuffed yeah. crust oh yeah and the garlic and, oh, and the garlic yeah, oh. mate. like that little soup bowl you <laughs> yeah. get mate, that large oh, one. I could drink that filth mate, mate Russ, so filth. one final thing about the rum so you yeah, can finish finishing worthy mate and what I found mad when we spoke is how much it cost you because you were literally yeah. a man, a backpack, and a hammock, weren't you? <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, I mean, I don't actually know exact figures on how much it cost me. I went out there, I had, I had that money from the medical trial, and I had a credit card. And I just kind of fucking... I just, Matt, I was eating so much food that I just... I ended up spending maybe like... I can't remember. It must have been three or four grand. Mate, but maybe a bit more. Just to put know. that into perspective, my row, before I could raise any money for charity cost me 85 grand that I had yeah. to raise for like corporate sponsorship and shout out to more sponsors are like always you always got to big them up mate because yeah. without that like oh mate yeah I wouldn't have been have the facility I wouldn't have had the facilities for that fam yeah. to, raise, yeah, yeah. to raise 70 grand for charity yeah. so I really do owe them talk about the Africa run um, 70 grand for charity is a fucking lot of money so to raise much as well money, mate. like big up to like, everyone who donated yeah. mate no but I just I just found I went to work every day Russ yeah yeah like honestly like Taff, who's just texted me, one of my dad's mates, he raised me loads of dough. My mum and dad, my mum and dad, they donated. Yeah. So many members of a 250 club. Gosh, Sarah was running events. Like, yeah. everyone just got behind me, mate. And, like, so they're the real heroes, yeah, mate. Honestly, yeah, I just yeah. say, I want to work, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, people say, oh, you're being modest. But when I was out there, it was like, keep rowing or die, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so it's well, I mean, easy... essentially, that is it, yeah, though, yeah, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know? it. It was all it is. But anyway. Enough about, <laughs> enough about me because I'm interviewing you. Um, by the way, I like it. I'll never get asked questions. Cheers, mm. bro. <laughs> um, buried alive. Talk to me because I was yeah. thinking about this on a on a car. How? Because you filmed it. Life so explain it. Thing. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, the buried alive. Were you in a box? You in, in a co- co- I was in, in a coffin, yeah. which was inside a inside of a box, and then buried under a load of mud. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I mean that is literally what it says on the tin. Yeah. I was buried how alive did, for oh, a week with no nothing but water and live stream. How did they make sure there was enough air in there? We had air tubes coming up. Okay. Um, but mate, I had a, so I had a fan down there and then air tubes coming up. But it got really hot in there. Yeah. And it smelled terrible as well. Yeah. But you must it, have come used to the smell, surely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Your your nose only senses 
changes in smell. Yeah. So I was, I was alright. It's only when I got out that I realised, yeah. fuck. Oh, oh I stink. <laughs> this is what fresh air smells like. Because yeah. that's what that's the same. Like my auntie did my washing when I finished the roll. Oh god. Like, mate. And I only had only had three sets of undercrackers. Yeah, yeah. I think. I had How two. is she washing gear then? Or how is she doing so that? So you'd stay in the same set of clothes for a week. <laughs> then you'd change and you'd do a week. A week, yeah. So, so you'd have <laughs> one t-shirt, pair of knicks. Socks. Nah. But I'd mix up. Sometimes I wouldn't wear socks. Sometimes I would wear socks. Yeah. Um, and then you'd, yeah, once you got to the end of three weeks, you'd wash it all in a seawater. You'd have like detergent sheets and then you'd rinse it. Salty with though, water. no? No, because you'd rinse it with fresh water oh, afterwards okay. to get all the salt off it. Yeah. And that was nice, mate. That was a nice treat putting on that. Like, new, new fresh new gear. Fit. Yeah, but my. I just don't know. Like my auntie Adele said she had to wash oh, our stuff we- like three times. Really? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. right. Did you, so? Did you jump? I know I'm asking more questions. Yeah, that's right. Did you jump in the sea to wash yourself? N- yeah, yeah, and yeah. then to clean the bottom of the boat. So you have to get all the barnacles and shit off. Yeah, mate, it's, it was pretty. And nice. you said you're not even a good swimmer. No, I can, I can, I can swim. Can yeah, swim, but yeah. you're always attached to the boat, Russ. Right, right. You know, you don't just, um, you don't just jump in willy nilly. Yeah, but mate, yeah. I'm looking for someone to row the Indian Ocean, mate. If you're up for it, <sighs> mate, never been done before. That I mean, that's a that's a big ocean. It's big, yeah. It's, it's the same distance as what I did on my own. Do you know how much experience I've got in rowing as well? Mate, I had... Niche. I had none. <laughs> all, mate, really, all, yeah. Mate, I, literally, I was a good indoor rower. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I was an erg monkey, like, could just yeah. pull hard. Yeah. Um, But I'd never rowed on a river before. Really? Yeah, mate, you just do it, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> just, like, just crack on. Like, mate, that's, that's carnage. Because, you know what, like, when I did the Asia run, right? Yeah. The one thing that I had to, like, I couldn't not do it every day was wash. Yeah. So I'd find a river, I'd find oh, a mate. lake, I'd find no, anything. You, you have, like, five wet wipes a day. Yeah. And then... I just, up. mate, when, I think when I go to sleep, yeah, and if I'm all f- smegged up, smegged I, up. I, I just can't, like... Yeah, but you, you, what, that's when you wet wipe. Yeah, wash. yeah, I guess so, mate. I mean, I just, it's, it's, I can't believe the hot... That's mate. It's honestly shocked me that you yeah. wore the same gear for a week in a row. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. I you, guess you, don't have, mate, you don't have enough room, really. Yeah, to take, yeah. What you're going to take 111 pairs of nicks, mate? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's yeah, just, yeah, Obviously, yeah. it's not viable, mate. So, so do you, do you sleep in a sleeping bag? Then, or uh, had a bed? Yeah, you have a little bed in the yeah, cabin yeah. and that. It wasn't, mate. It wasn't too bad. Sleeping yeah. bag was all right. Like a lot. Sometimes you wouldn't even put it on. Like it, it was quite oh, hot. Really? At the start, it was a little bit cold. Yeah, 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 yeah but. You know, once you once you get out into the Atlantic, mate, it's boiling, mate. Like people always ask. Really, I thought it'd be freezing. Nah, mate. Nah, like um, people always ask. Do you, were you scared about rowing at night? And I was like, no, mate, because it's like nice and cool. Yeah. Like you know, it's boiling. It feels like you're melting, mate. It's disgusting. <laughs> but you're going to experience this. So right, the Africa rum. Yes. Where did the idea come from? Mate, I've had the idea for ages. Um, as soon as I finished Asia to London, I was staring at a map for about two weeks straight, thinking, where am I going to tear it up next then? And um, Africa, mate, beautiful continent. I thought, that, you know, that looks lively. I want to get yeah. it. I want a piece of that. So you're going for the most northerly tip, which is in? Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah. And obviously, because of the Sahara Desert, you can't go straight down. Well, mate, I mean, we're going through the Sahara Desert. The reason I can't go straight down is is uh, because of closed borders Mm. and, um, you know, like rebel groups and terrorist groups and, you know, all these these things. So, yeah, but we literally can't, you can't, the border from Algeria is closed to Niger, so, you know, can't actually go through there. Fourth West, so we're going through the most western point of Africa as well, which is uh, near near Dakar. Um, 
Yeah, and then and then round the west coast, and then down after that. Do you know one of the most amazing things that I didn't know? Yeah, There's a ferry that goes from Italy to Morocco, to isn't there? Italy to Tunisia. Yeah. I think they're probably Italy to to Morocco. Italy all, to yeah. <laughs> That's the ferry we're getting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Italy to um, Tunisia. Yeah. yeah. How long is that ferry? It's like a 17, 18 hour ferry or something. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Mental. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite cheap as well. Too, How much? It's like I think. Um, Honestly, if I remember this correctly, I might be chatting waffle, but I think yeah. it was like 250 quid for yeah. all of us. That's four right. of us and a big bus. Yeah, that's so all right. So, 19 and a half hours. So, you've come up with the idea. Yeah. Now, talk about the funding for this. Cool. So, mate, fun, do you know what? Like, anyone, and um, you'll, you'll vouch for this as well, yeah. anyone planning these kind of things, you know, the hardest fun, part the hardest is getting, part is to, getting the to the start line. line. You know, I've been dreaming of the start line. I just think, think mate, just. Let me have a little roll around in the Sahara Desert. Yeah. I'll be cushy, but all this, you know, you know, trying to formalise everything into something that appeals to sponsors, and you know, working with all these different people to try and get money, um, try and get support for the mission, is just—it's not my remit, mate. You know, yeah. and it's probably not your remit either. Like we are. You know, I'm the wild man. <laughs> you, mate. I'm I, the loose geezer. Yeah, you are. The, you're I not the hardest geezer. You're <laughs> the loosest geezer. <laughs> I'm not the guy that's. That's uh, I'm not the necessarily the you know I've got a bit better in the last year because I've had to but you know I'm not necessarily the businessman I'm not the no I wasn't these mate. Kind I was of just things. literally going in blind to meetings I'm like, yeah like, like cuffing my way through yeah I'm my chat is just like look boys I got a mad one yeah you know no one's ever done it before I'm gonna it's do gonna, it yeah I'm a hundred percent nailed gonna do it this is what I did before any chance you want to support yeah. with this kind of thing and um so the the initial investment I got was from a mate of a mate who um, he, he made some money in crypto and then I, uh, we sort of got put in touch by our mutual friend and I said to him like, mate, look, no pressure or anything, but I've got, I'm trying to do this thing. Um, if you want to invest, these are the terms, like, I'll, these are the terms we can work with, you know, like, um, and, he, and he was like, you know, mate, he's a great guy to be fair. He was just like, mate, I want to see it happen. Like, Let's do it, you know. And uh, it was that that backing that's basically been able to make this happen. Yeah. Because without that, then then it then it, it we wouldn't we wouldn't be anywhere. So he, you know, talking cold hard numbers, he he chucked me fifty grand with, for an investment. Um, so do you, you want to give him a shout out, do you? Uh, or does he, he, he wants to remain Yeah. yeah. Um, he made his money in crypto. You yeah. say? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Um, but he's a great guy now. He's pay your tax. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know, um, uh, from from that we uh, I've gone and kind of like recruited a team of of um, you know like different different people to help with this project. So for a lot of the thing these days is you know you need to be making content out of what you're doing because you know the only way anyone's going to sponsor you. Uh, you know, commercial is eyes, sponsors yeah. is if eyes they if they get eyes on their product. Yeah, yeah. So you are basically the vehicle for those eyes um, because you're doing something that's you know interesting to people, right? Yeah. So I can't I can't edit videos. So I was like, right, let's get some people that can edit videos and and make this whole operation slick. Yeah. So I recruited three videographers to come with me. Um, so is that how, how many people are going to be in the van? Four. So that's four of us. Four of so us. Three, three, yeah. So three of them are videographers. So I've literally just doubled down on we need to make content to make this happen. Yeah. Um, 
so we're you know we're running a YouTube series. We're doing we're doing our own podcast, um, and then you know Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all these things. We're going to be firing on all cylinders, and then making a documentary at the end. Um, I mean, I'm, do you know what I'm excited because I know how good the content's going to be, mm. just because it's you know it's carnage, mate. We're running through Africa, and the Asia to London one. I wish I filmed more of it. Because there was magic happening all the time, you know how on these these kind of things, you know, you're just bumping into people every day, you know, you can't even predict what's happening. So I think I'm really excited for for the guys to put the the content together, and you know, that's that's kind of how we're funding it essentially. When you said you were winging it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. I mean, I love it. The so thing is, you gotta just. You just got to back it at some yeah, point. Mate, you yeah, mate, you got to back yourself. You got to back yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's but it. Tell us about the team, mate. Yeah, you put together, mate. Because I feel they deserve a shout. Yeah, out. mate. So we got Stan, Olivia, and Harry. And um, you know, mate, I'm a, I'm very much a vibes guy. You know, yeah. like I don't really, you know, I I don't, I don't need to see CVs. Yeah, I was just I was just chatting to him. So um, I got I got. Because uh, how many? Because you put the tweet out, didn't you? How many people applied? Mate, over a hundred. Yeah, over a hundred were up for it. Um, mate, some of the some of the applications were just jokes. To be fair, <laughs> people just sending. Don't, don't name names. No, but, but sending emails just saying like, "Oh, Russ, mate, I, you know, I've got none of the. <laughs> I can't film nothing. I don't know how to hold a camera, but I'm well keen to come." And I'm like, "Oh, geez." <laughs> I'd love to have every man and his dog coming. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'd love to have the An cash American money. School bus. Yeah, I'd love to have the cash money to just go, boys. Let's all float for Africa together and just have a. Well, mad I'll tell you one. what, you don't even need to pay me. I just want to come and run. <laughs> <by. laughs> yeah, um, but mate, you're laughing, but I'm being deadly serious. Mate, you've like. got to come out for a for a little stretch. Yeah, yeah. I could do. We could do one country together. Yeah, we? yeah, exactly, yeah. mate. You got to come. Come yeah. do some bits with me. Um, but yeah, mate, we had uh, these three people were just. I just knew it. That's just from the vibes. So Stan, the first guy in, is he's bit edited loads of big YouTubers' videos. So I don't know if any, if anyone's into YouTube, they might know like Zach Alsop, who I've done uh, a few bits with before, uh, Max Fosh, Beta Squad. He's worked with with these guys editing videos. Um, so I've got him in because he just knows the game so well. You yeah. know, um, he's also the first time I met him. We was filming a video with a guy called Geo Wizard, and he was dribbling a, a football across the entire length of, uh, well, the, the entire width of Great Britain, and and Stan was filming it, and I was I was pacing uh, Tom, and Stan off the bat, right, first time I met the geezer, right, the furthest he ran before was 10k, he did 100k with, with us, yeah, holding a camera with a gimbal and everything, and I was like, I was like, this geezer's hardcore, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, recruited him. What? In. Hang on, right, yeah, 100k, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally, mate. I was like, I was like, that's that's, mate. That ain't normal. That's punchy, mate. Yeah, that's not normal. I've, mate, I've run that ultra marathon in the Atacama Desert, mate. Yeah, you know, two hundred and fifty k. Yeah, like, but not. It was like a marathon a day, Staged, a double marathon. Yeah. yeah. So you do like eighty k one day, mate. Yeah. And that was hard, mate. Yeah. I trained hard for that. Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I was no like, doubt, no doubt, he was in like a pair of Converse All Stars, <laughs> yeah, so, so, a set yeah, of hands. Literally. Um. So yeah. That that caught my attention. I was like, I need to get him in involved. So he came on board. Then um, uh, Harry, he um, he's done loads of videography. He's been doing it for donkeys and um, really good stuff. He all, he's, he was living in Mexico, but he's, he travelled around the whole world, right? 
and he also speaks he spoke English and Spanish fluently but crucially when I spoke to him he said mate you give me like three months I'll be fluent in French and I went fuck I just, off I love the confidence <laughs> yeah. yeah and I was like Chateau Neuf de Pape yeah I was like this guy's Je like, suis like, croissant. you know when someone's just got the sauce a bit and I was like mate he's just got a bit of sauce and like I'll just back him yeah so mate lo and behold he's uh he's fluent in French these days Mate, that yeah. is mad. Good that's going, a mad mate. Skill, right? Isn't it? Good going. That's going to be handy as well, yeah, mate. Like we're going for Senegal, all the West Africa. Yeah. What, um, Algeria. Yeah, Tunisia. Cameroon. Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mate. Exactly. So um, he smashed it. And then last last one was um, Olivia. And, um, you know, only downside to Olivia is she is a yank. But, you know, <laughs> hey. these things happen. <laughs> Someone's got a big yank. Uh, Funny because my cousin, but two of my, both my cousins are American, mate. Really, yeah. Sophie will. Sorry about that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Olivia has uh, been doing videography for about ten years and photography and stuff, and she she'd actually lived in Ghana for a year. Oh, and um, mustard. Yeah, and she's just nails, mate. She's probably the hardest one of the lot. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> want to fire. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, mate, I um, So I was like, she's in and all, and then. You know, we we who's driving the bus? Oh, mate, they all have they all yeah, have a go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't imagine Africa's that bothered about driving nah. licenses, is it? Um, okay. Um, so yeah, we all met for the first time in in Grand Canaria a couple of weeks ago, and uh, mate, it was so funny. I was just I was looking around everyone. I was going, "We are the most ragtag team, possible. motley crew." Yeah, like proper motley crew, but. It works. It just works. You know, some things in this life are just intangible, untangible, you know? Yeah. No, just, mate. Just, you know, a bunch of misfitted pieces coming together and we're going to do a madness. So I'm, I'm buzzing about that. Mate, no, fair, I'm yeah. excited for you. So um, what is one thing that maybe, I know nothing concerns you, Rush. Yeah, yeah. But what maybe doesn't excite you more than the other stuff? Uh... Uh, I mean, I've been asked what you worried about a lot, and I, and the tr- the truthful answer is I'm I'm really just not worried about anything. I knew you'd you know? fucking say that. You <laughs> okay, okay. I'd love to give you a better answer. Okay. I think. Okay, give me some. Okay, instead of maybe some <coughs> ambiguous questions, give me some factual questions. Tell us about the scale of this challenge. So yeah, th- I mean, there's no doubting there's a few pinch points in there. So obviously it's. It's uh, 15,000 kilometres of running. Yeah. I've got to run 360 marathons in 240 days, which is, which is, mate, it's going to be brutal. I can't lie. Oh, yeah. you know, it's, That's really testing my limits there. Um, 16 different countries. We've got some of the most dangerous borders in the world, some of the most challenging borders in the world. What are those dangerous borders? So... Uh, Algeria, Mauritania, from what we've looked up online, and you know we might get there and it'll be fine. I'm sure it will, um, which is what I keep saying to everyone. But um, supposedly, you know, that's a bit of a a bit of a problematic one. I think it's going to be all right though. Um, you know, and then you know, there's the the Congo countries, which is a, a supposedly a bit of a you know a bit of a potential pain point there. Yeah, and that's not even mentioning the terrain. You know, we've got yeah. across the entire Sahara Desert. I've got, I'm going to be three months in the Sahara Desert. Yeah, the entire nuts. Congo rainforest, second biggest rainforest in the world, biggest hot. Where desert are you going to resupply in the Sahara so Desert? So first, we're not first. 
resupply. So how are you going to have the fuel to cross it? Well, there's little towns throughout. Right, got you. So you make it to these little towns in the middle of Sahara Desert. You get a bit of fuel on. Better get a fuel, bit of food water. On. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Um, and so, but re- first logistics resupply won't be till we hit Sakar. Yeah. Uh, Sakar, Senegal, yeah, Dakar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that so that's the first you know actual point of end of Sahara there really and and we the team will, will get some of the logistics flying out and yeah. meeting us with some good stuff good stuff yeah, yeah. no some home treats yeah maybe a little Cadbury's caramel or something so yeah. what food wise what is the plan because because like you said with me with me it's freeze dried rations so those things yeah fill the boat a thousand calories in a packet yeah 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 you know you're good to go for. You know, you're good to go. Yeah. Like, they last for five years. Yeah, yeah. What's your plan? Don't really have one, mate. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the thing is, I I kind of just want to just try all the food that we get. Yeah, no, you know, no, and, no. And, I'm, I'm game. No. And, Russ, I'm all down for yeah, trying the yeah. local cuisine, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. I will... Don't eat any bats, though, for fuck's sake. That's what happened last time. <laughs> Someone did that. But, you know, all the bush meat, and, I, you know, I'm game for that. But yeah. I'm also game for... Su- for living through the Sahara, not yeah, famed yeah. for its food producing Yeah. I mean <laughs> I think we'll I'll chuck some protein powder in the van and Oh yeah, you'll be sweet, mate. And um some like probably we'll and have a, can a of big coke. load up on some peanuts. They're dense in calories, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. And they've served me well before. I just think, you know, we'll find some food, you know. We'll yeah. roll up into a village, I'll go look boys, what you got <laughs> for me and and uh I'm I just think that's part of the gig, you know, like might have a few runny poos every now and again, <laughs> but you know, that's what I came for. I didn't yeah. come, I didn't run through Africa to, to set five star accommodation. Yeah. Every night. And I didn't run through Africa to get, to get my, uh, you know, my food that I've packed in the van from England. I yeah. just, I ran through there so that I can roll into a village and say, give me your four day old goat and a bit of celery or whatever you've got and I'm <laughs> scranning that lad nice I like it I like it so okay we've talked about maybe things you're not excited about but yeah. what are you excited about are there any places you're really looking forward to what you're looking toward to hit Matt I've heard I've heard a lot of great things about a lot of these places um, Guinea Guinea seems particularly exciting to me apparently it's beautiful so I'm excited about going there um, the Congo as well I think the Congo is probably going to you know a lot, of pe- a lot there's been a, a, a lot of talk about Sahara Desert being you know fuck me Sahara Desert everyone knows that's hardcore but I think the Congo Rainforest is potentially going to be even worse we're going through it in rainy season um, and the best part about that is that after I hope the van's got off-road tyres well mate it don't to be honest with you but I'd maybe back you it should, anyway maybe you should think about well, that that sounds like a future problem yeah it yeah? does yeah I'll cross why, that don't we deal, why don't we deal with that problem now <laughs> it's probably going to be a lot easier to solve <laughs> in the UK just, just nip to quick fit mate I just think you know Let's let that story play out, you know? <laughs> let's let that one... Look, okay, see. if any quick fit is listening to this, hopefully it goes out before he leaves, <laughs> but let's just lash him up with four off, <laughs> off-road tyres. Um, Maybe I'll know, sponsor if, you that. If we got we got to push push the van for a bit of mud every now and again, then, you know, good content, eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think after finishing the Congo will be great because that means that the, the, the countries left after that are Angola, Namibia and South Africa. Um, you know, and there's only like one little desert called the Namib and, and a few lines to get through, which will just be like, oh, sweet, you know, home stretch. So I'm I'm looking, I think that will be a big landmark to get through. But, 
you know, overall, I just want to try and enjoy the process, you yeah. know. I think what I'm most excited for is just meeting, man, I'm just going to meet so many people. You are, just yeah. so, like, t- thousands. It's going well, to be, be amazing, man. Yeah, so I think, you know, that's probably what I'm most excited about is just hearing the, the stories the of these people, you know, um, getting that perspective, um, and just learning about the different cultures. That, yeah. You know, going to be so many different cultures. It's going to be so interesting. So, yeah. So, how many countries are you actually going through? 16. 16. And what is the mileage? So, it's uh, uh, 15,000 kilometres. 15,000 kilometres. Yeah. When I said try and give people a scale, what was that tweet you put out in all the countries that can fit into Africa? Yeah, mate. Because what happens, right, is uh, on most traditional maps is they they underrepresent how big Africa is. So in our heads we don't really realise the actual scale of, of Africa. But it you know, you can inside Africa you can fit like the USA, China, mostly like all of Europe, like everything like India, like a lot. It's Africa is absolutely massive. And people just haven't you know, warped perceptions about that. Yeah. So um yeah, mate, I mean I mean, I'll, I'll I'll learn it firsthand how big that place is. Oh no, you will. Yeah. <laughs> foot, well, first foot, mate. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, literally. No, mate, Russ, I've really enjoyed speaking with you, buddy, mate. I've been looking forward to this episode for a while. You're a hard man to tie down, but you're I busy, am, mate. I am a loose so guy. I'll, so, I'll, so, I'll, <laughs> so I'll let you off. I'm a flaky. I can't lie, mate. <laughs> I just I see that phone and I think, oh, yeah, get away. <laughs> oh, Jack's phoning me again. <laughs> Quick, chuck it in the lake. Um, Russ, one final question, yeah. mate. If you yeah, could right. give one bit of advice to a young hardest geezer, to yeah. a young Russ Cook, to a young pedigree ginger. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what would it be? <sighs> My advice, I think, you know, I'd probably echo the, the words of earlier and just, you know, maximum responsibility. No one is coming to save you. You've got to make the most out of your life because you only get one go, boys and girls. So do, you know, do whatever it is that your your heart's longing for and and uh don't do it by halves you know go hard nice take accountability yeah. go hard don't do it by halves mate. yeah yeah that nice is one, a brother. cracking note to finish the podcast guys and like i said that is the end of today's episode if you enjoyed it please could you follow like subscribe to really appreciate it thanks for listening russ did you enjoy that mate nice one brother mate, yeah, yeah sweet, mate. great podcast mate, thank that. you for sharing mate it was no awesome